You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, we're going to talk about a big night from Andre Drummond with 24 points and 25 rebounds. We're also going to talk about the Bulls getting a win over the Atlanta Hawks and the team that was that was rumored to be most likely to trade for Zach Levine may be out now on Zach. We're going to talk about all that and more on today's Locked on Bulls. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, you good? Okay. Yeah, We're yeah. The, I, the intro music <laughs> completely faded out there for me. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every single day. That's Fat the Designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze, and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central YouTube pages and podcasts. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account and use code locked on NBA for $20 off your first purchase. Pat, we got to get into it, man. Andre Drummond having a monster stat line today. And one of the only reasons the Bulls really were able to stay in the game in the first half. Now, second half was a different story. We'll talk about that when we get into the full game. But just to focus on Andre Drummond's game today, 24 points, 25 rebounds, 10 of those being offensive rebounds, three steals, one assist, two blocks, Andre Drummond, this is his best game, clearly, as a Chicago Bull. In 39 minutes at that, how are you feeling about the game from Andre Drummond, Pat? I'm not going to lie. I feel like uh, Vooch was sitting on the sidelines like, wait a minute, you're supposed to be my backup. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Andre Drummond had a heck of a night, and, and it was a dominant night. It was an elite night. I mean, you you talk about, of course, right, the uh, the the points and the rebounds. That That's the one thing that stands out, 24 points, 25 rebounds. But to me, the effort that he showed defensively all night, three steals, two block shots in that one, right? Like, Andre mm-hmm. Drummond looked like – We've we've talked about him as being one of the best, if not the best, backup center in the NBA. Uh, maybe Bobby Portis ahead of him. I think that was the one that I was kind of like, no, nah, that's facts. Um, but listen, Andre Drummond looked like a heck of a starter tonight to me. And I, I think that when you look at uh, how Drum was playing his game, it it opened something up for the Chicago Bulls. Allowed the, the offensive rebounding, allowed the Bulls to have second chance opportunity. The fact that so many people were committed to stopping Andre Drummond from rebounding. At one point, they literally had three guys trying to stop Andre Drummond from rebounding. Sadiq Bey, Jalen Johnson, and Clint Capella were all just standing in the paint around him. Um, and it didn't work. It was still a tip out to somebody else out there, right? But like that much focus being placed on one player uh, opened so many things up for the Chicago Bulls. And so I think that it allowed him to have an, imp- in, in, an impact without having the ball in his hands, right? And so love what we saw from Big Drum tonight. I thought that it was much needed. 10 of those are, uh, rebounds were offensive. Uh, 15 of those were defensive. I thought that he just... I mean, listen, what can you say? To me, he looked like an elite center tonight. Yeah, I mean, he was he's one of two centers in Atlanta this year that you couldn't stop them from taking it. Um, so you know, when it comes to him, <laughs> great night for watching. 
Why are you looking? You about to give me the dad talk, bro? Like, <laughs> great half from Andre Drummond. I'll say this, bro. In the first half of this game, seeing Andre Drummond get into the rhythm that he got into, you just knew that this was going to be a night where Drum could not be stopped. Where? <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! That's funny. What did you say? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, he's he's the second center that he's the second center that, that Atlanta couldn't stop from taking it. Like, how, what what are we talking about here? <laughs> There's no way they let us do this show for another year. Oh my God, bro. Oh man. You're gonna trade Jesus us with Zach Levine. Oh man, we're y'all. going right with Zach. All the, bro. All about the to passwords, be like... all the passwords are changed. Don't even oh worry my about God, it. God, bro. That was oh crazy. man. Anyway, drum, drumming. Great night for my dude. Drum, bro. You, you was the one making the point. I don't know what she was with, with this with this performance. Andre Drummond actually moves into the number ninth spot as far as uh, Chicago Bulls centers most rebounds per game. So he makes records there. He's the first center um, in the NBA this season to get twenty five rebounds. Andre Drummond's cooking, man. And uh, you know th- we've always known that th- when Andre's playing well, that he can put up amazing performances. We I mean you literally said it since they signed him. You give him. 15 to 18 minutes, he's getting you a double-double. Now, yeah. when, you, when you when you force him to play starter, he's going to give you great things. Now, it does change spacing and things like that. But That's for it. tonight, against a team like the Atlanta Hawks, we were able to overcome any type of spacing issues that may be there, and we executed it. So Now, in here, listen, we might as well have the conversation because we already know that this is what the conversation on Twitter is going to become, right? Andre mm-hmm. Drummond, one game in the starting lineup, 24 points, 25 rebounds. Oh, my God, we have to bench. Yeah, people already did it over on I mean, Central and here's the show. tough part, right? I'm not going to lie to you. It literally was because Vooch was on the side looking like, this man definitely just took my job. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, I, I'll say this, right? Like, do you have to think about Andre Drummond a little bit different now because – He's a 30-year-old player. There's mm-hmm. actually a future with Andre Drummond, right? Vooch, of course, is locked up for three years, but Vooch a lot older than Andre Drummond. There's a lot more time on his body. And you don't, and and we're it, it feels like this season we're getting the ups and downs of a declining player. Right? Like, yeah. yes, I'm glad he's here. I'm glad that we got his rebounding ability. But at least looking at Andre Drummond, right? The defensive ability. The steals, the blocks, all of that, his ability to switch on defense, right? Like, it did feel like you had a little bit more of that legit rim protector that Bulls fans have talked about wanting for a while. Now, the only part about that that's flip side is we know Andre Drummond, right? There's a game where a finger roll is going straight in the air to nothing. So you you have to take the 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 good with the bad. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and here's the thing. Somebody said it. I believe it was Cornelius. Maybe it was somebody else over on Central when I was live streaming. They made a great point. It's not necessarily about all of a sudden now changing Drummond to the starting center, but maybe now when Vooch does come back, you play Vooch less minutes. Kobe White, Vooch, and DeMar DeRozan, I think, have played the most minutes in the NBA 
Um, so you, maybe you now switch it to let's just let's get get let's try to get Vooch twenty to twenty five minutes per game. I mean, uh, yeah. drum twenty to twenty five minutes per game. Now, if he's not playing well, cool. We got we we'll pull you back down to the sixteen we've been giving you. But maybe now you try to work in, especially with Vooch, like you said, aging center. His first time he's missed a game since two thousand twenty two. Yeah. But maybe you just want to work him it in with more minutes time. while he's playing well. Yeah, it might miss some time here, guys. Like this is a groin, right? Like we saw what happened to him. We saw the play yeah. goes down on. It's a groin. He's going to be down for a while. I don't think that this is just the Vooch is just cut. He missed today, so he's coming right back. A groin injury can linger the entire season. You just got to get it to a point where it's manageable. Yeah. And I don't, and, and I think that's the biggest question with uh, uh, um, Vooch right now is how much pain is he in? How much can he actually do? I mean, listen, I, I don't like the topic to be Vooch's groin, but I mean, it, it really, it, it does come down to that. You made a great point. Like, this is something that could linger. Um, it is something that we could see Vooch play three games and be fine at, and then it, it was one tweak, and then he's out for another two games. So yeah. we're going to need Drum to be, be ready. Now, how did you feel about, though, those backup minutes? Because Drum played, what, 39 minutes, I think, today, something like that? Yeah. So yeah, you're, you're probably not going to be able to play v Drum that many minutes every game while Vooch is out. Terry Taylor stepped in, played some backup, didn't play a whole hell of a lot of minutes. How'd you feel about his time out there? And do you think we're going to be able to get away with that? Do you think the Bulls may look to make an acquisition of a free agent that's out there big? Do you think they, they called up Adama Sanogo? He didn't actually play. Do you that's, think they maybe take a look at him? And you know what? That's that's my question, right? Adama yeah. Sanogo, I, I get it, right? Everybody kind of looks at, well, he's in the G League. He's, he's down there for a reason. He's got to develop, blah, blah, blah. Adama Sanogo is not a player that is a rookie, an 18-year-old rookie out of mm -hmm. uh, 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 college, right? Like, Adama Sanogo has a grown man body already. He is, he what was he, three years in college, I believe? Three He played three so. years in college. Yeah. He's already built into that, like, NBA-ready body, right? So, like, I don't understand not throwing him out there at all. I get it. The rookie, the rookie, uh, uh, um, stigma on him, do you want to put him out there? You also have to be careful with playing him Right, because I believe if he plays in, well, he, he can only play in 65 games before his contract has to convert mm -hmm. or something it's like that. At this that. point, we don't even have 65 games left. So technically, so you, could, Nuggles, you, so you could have played in every so, game the rest of the season. Yeah. yeah so. so it's, it's, to me, I just, I don't get not going to him. He's there. That That's a player you could have utilized. And to me, yeah. right, like, look, I like Terry Taylor. I think that Terry Taylor is a nice player, but Terry Taylor is six foot five. What is yeah. he six, six? He's literally six, six, six five, six, two thirty. Six five, yeah. I mean, like you, you literally just said we're not going to put a backup center out there, and yeah, it worked versus the Atlanta Hawks. Okay, I'm glad that it worked versus them, but <clears throat> the answer to me, with no matter who it is, is not play that guy forty minutes a game. Yeah, you don't Can drum play, you don't do it, play. sure, but I don't want him to. Yeah, facts. So, yeah, I mean, that's what it comes down to. Let's see. Hopefully they work in either if it's Julian Phillips, if it's Adama Sonogo. But Billy Donovan is going to have to look and say, because you're going to need some size out there at times. And Adama Sonogo, to me, uh, you got you know, I watch every G League game. He's not he's not gaining anything else from the G League at this point. Anymore. No. Like, he's he's not. Like he's, he's, he, he is. Remember when people were like, um, there's certain players in the G League that you're just sitting down, or in Summer League that you're just sitting down because you could tell they're that much better? Yeah, that's how he looked. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's dominating already at the G League level. So I know I'm not expecting him to come in and give that same production in the NBA, but I think at this point in time, especially because of what you pointed out, he you can play him every game the rest of the season. You're not going to have to convert his contract. Yeah. You might as well use the stretch that Vooch is out, play him some, give him, get him those developmental reps, especially when you're going to face a team like the Indiana Pacers in the next game as well. So look out for that. Um, yeah. So, you know, we'll see what happens with that. But next up, we're going to be talking about the Bulls win overall. But before we get into that, I want to talk to you guys about one of our partners, and that is eBay Motors. Our partner at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're preparing for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. So he actually on this has a really good player uh, that we, me, and you both kind of wanted to be on the Chicago Bulls, and that is Isaiah Hartenstein. Now, with Mitchell Robinson out the rest of the season, this could be a really good pickup for you guys. And he's been playing pretty well. Not amazingly, not jump out the stat sheet at you, but uh, he's he's got now four games, five games in a row of double-digit rebounds. He's also chipping in about three assists per game in that time and getting averaging double-digit points. He doesn't do that every single game, but Isaiah Hartenstein, a solid player offensively and defensively, Defensively, that could be really good to get you a couple of extra points on your fantasy team. Uh, Pat, how are you feeling about Isaiah Hartenstein's recent play, bro? Uh, I like Isaiah Hartenstein. I think he's got a really good game. I think he stepped up when the Knicks have needed him most. And uh, as far as a fantasy guy, you want those guys to do everything. He's a guy that does everything. Yep, and as a starter, three games as a starter so far this year, he's averaging eight points per game, ten and a half rebounds, two, uh, basically three assists, one block, and a little under a steal per game. So Isaiah Hardenstein could be a really good pickup for you guys in your fantasy team, so look out for that. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being the perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber and not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible, eligible items and exclusions do apply. All right, Pat, the Bulls got to win. And we've talked a lot about drum in this game, uh, but specifically the second half of this game. DeMar DeRozan in the first half had only made one field goal. You're looking at him in the second half of this game, really stepping up, him and Kobe Wright, really. Second half of this game, uh, DeMar DeRozan goes uh, 7 for 11 for 21 points. He also chips in two assists in that. Also in the second half, Kobe White, 4 of 10, but he gets 12 points, two rebounds, three assists um, in that second half. And then also we got to talk about the game off the bench for uh, Io DeSumo with 19 points and 12 of those points as well coming in the second half. Much better. But besides Andre German, who was consistent in both quarters, everybody else played a much better second half uh, of this game. Yeah, I mean, the first quarter was great for the Bulls, but that second quarter, I mean, it really got out of hand. 39 to 22, you end up getting outscored. It was yeah. <clears throat> it was, it was by far uh, one of the worst quarters of basketball we've 20 seen. 20 to 8 run they got on. One of the worst quarters of basketball we've seen this Bulls team play over this stretch of uh, Zach Levine being out. And it was, I mean, listen, it it was horribly bad like DeMar DeRozan one for four in the second Alice Crusoe one for three Andre Drummond was three for four he was the only one with any efficiency Kobe White one for four one for two for hour. I mean like Billy Donovan literally tried everybody in that corner to tr- quarter to try and get something going and mm-hmm. it just didn't happen and I, I credit them right like 
y'all know how I am about Billy Donovan, but I have to credit him, right? The second half, he had his team come out. They were ready to go. They were back locked in. Uh, Offensively, they were good to go in that third quarter. And uh, the defense, again, coming through big in this game. Loved seeing how the defense in the second half really bounced back. I thought that the Bulls did a really good job of, um, you know, being able to force – Atlanta into taking some really tough shots. I mean, defensive rating overall tonight. Bulls finish this game out with a 110 defensive rating. You love to hear that. And I'm sorry, bro. Like, they just, it, it felt like at times they made Trey Young take the shot they wanted him to take, which was the 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 60 footer, like 100 feet away from the basket. It just, like, he, bro, the end of the game, right? <laughs> we talked about this on the breeze. The end of the game. I watched Quinn Snyder because I got the the uh, uh, league pass. I watched Quinn Snyder drawing up a whole play, bro, whole play. And Trey Young, there's no way that Trey Young ran anything at that play. <laughs> there's no way because he got the ball in and just was like, and just let it go. Or it looked like Carlton when he took the ball from Will and just threw it up. Bro. <laughs> this, is, this is how Trey Young looked. That's oh, crazy. At the end of that game, bro, throwing that prayer up. And it's like, yes, I get it. That's the shot you can get. But, like, the Bulls had forced Atlanta's offense into some really, really tough shots. I thought Andre Drummond locked down the paint really well. I thought Patrick Williams did a good job helping defensively in the paint as well. And, listen, that's how you get wins. And that's how you get big wins, consistent wins. And this is a great way to bounce back off of that Cleveland game where it just – I, I guess, can, can we say that maybe they were tired, right? Four games and six nights, maybe they were a little bit tired. I don't know. But it, but it looked really bad. This game on the flip side of it, outside of that second quarter, looked really, really good. Yeah, yeah. And, and you, you love, love the Bulls showing that resiliency. Now, here's the thing. I pointed out earlier how Kobe, DeMar, and, 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 and Vooch are, like, playing so many minutes. Do you Lately, it seems like the Bulls are getting off to slow starts again, where it didn't feel like that necessarily uh, up front. Do you feel like, it's due maybe to us relying so many minutes on those on those players specifically to play for us that we're seeing that. Um, and do you think there's a way that we can theoretically get them a little bit more rest in some of these games? I don't have a problem with you playing a ton of minutes, especially with like Vooch and Demar is a little bit more tough. I think that maybe we need to f- figure that out a little bit better, mm-hmm. right? Allow some of these backups to come in and, that are giving you good production. Allow Ayo Sumu to play some of the three. I mean, like that to me, that's one of his best positions on the floor when he's out there, not just having to be the point guard or the shooting guard, but he can just say, Oh, I'm just out here for defense and scoring. Bet. Um, but I think that when you look at, uh, um, Demar and Vooch, right? Like the, those are the, or, or I'm sorry, when you look at Kobe White, I want Kobe White out there. I want Kobe mm-hmm. White playing a lot of minutes. I want, because you know what? He's 23 years old still. Like he's not, it's not like he's got like, oh, these knees, I'm dragging them up the court. Like now nah, go ball out, bro. Like I, I, I think Kobe White has some really, really good time. Uh, um, and, and I honestly think with a player like Kobe, you have to leave him out there because of the ups and downs that he can go through as a score, right? Yeah, the second quarter, horrible quarter for him. Second half, whole different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and, and you you love to see, like, it sucks that we got off to a slow start, and especially in that second quarter where we allowed him to go in such a run. But we did finish the, that quarter off on a run of ourselves that closed that gap up some. Um, so, the, yeah, yeah both finished 56-50 going into the half. You're yeah. still in that game. 
Yeah, Bulls, Bulls. I mean, showing the showing the right resiliency. I just I, I want to see some games, especially as this as the schedule is easing up for the Bulls. I would like to see more games where they kind of hold on that lead throughout so they can get some natural time for the starters to sit. But at the end of the day, like we know that this is a team that's gonna have to compete. They're gonna have to fight hard. And uh, you know, regardless of whatever happens with Zach Levine, I just I'm just glad that we're getting a team now that is really showing that type of heart for uh for for the for the team overall. Yeah, seeing the consistency, seeing the fight, seeing – and you know what it is? And I said this over on the Breeze as well. Um, the Bulls over the last five games have a 115 defensive record. And and this is a – this is a level of defense that we haven't – defensive rating, I should say. This is a level of defense to where the Chicago Bulls literally force teams to play their game. They force teams to play the game at their pace. We haven't seen defense like this since Tom Thibodeau left. Yeah. Where literally I'm dictating everything that you want to do. And these are high-powered offenses. These are teams that put up 130, right, on yeah. a consistent Atlanta basis. Hawks the third best offense in the league so far this season. Yeah, we, we did the same thing to the Pacers. We did the same thing to Dallas, right? Like the, when, when the Bulls lock in defensively, they make you play their game, which works in their favor. That's how those Tom Thibodeau teams used to win games. That's how they won so many basketball games that we'd be like, they're really outmatching this. And then by the end of it, you're like, it's 87 to 88 in the fourth quarter with two minutes to go. Those are tough games to watch back in the day. Yeah. It used to be crazy. But uh, yeah, yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I love it, and I, I love how the Bulls are playing. Sure. Hey, man, before we get into this uh, final topic where we got to talk about uh, is uh, Zach L.A. Veen not going to happen here? L.A., you know how they do the L.A. Okay. Have, we got did, you. We got I, you I, I, I didn't know if it, if it translated well, so I, I mean... You. My bad. Um, <laughs> before we talk about is Zach Levine going to be heading out to L.A., uh, we, we got to tell you guys about the Game Time app because one of the best apps in the world. I use this to buy tickets because I bought tickets to where you show up to the event. And, I mean, you're, you're talking about there's something right in the way. You're looking up. There's like a balcony above you. It's It's been craziness buying tickets to some of these events but game time has fixed all of that you shouldn't have to worry about buying tickets to your next event game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets to all sports music comedy and theater events near you with killer last minute deals all in prices views from your seats and the best price guaranteed game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets and the best part about it they have deals right up to the start of the event an hour after the event even starts sometimes it's the place to find those last minute deals find exclusive flash deals sponsored deals on tickets for football basketball baseball concerts comedy theater and more and the game time guarantee means you will always get the best price if you find a ticket in the same section or row for less game time will credit you 110 percent of the difference so download the game time app today and create an account use code locked on nba for 20 dollars off your first purchase that is the game time app you create an account use the code locked on nba for 20 dollars off your first purchase that is l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n-n-b-a for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute ticket it's lowest prices guaranteed. All right, Pat. So we've we spent the first month after this Zach Levine trade cycle with hearing all the teams that were reportedly in or Zach Levine wanted to go to. This next month is going to be hearing all the teams that went out. We just talked about on the last episode the 76ers being out on Zach Levine. Well, seems like the team that was widely reported the most likely that he would be going to in the Los Angeles Lakers now also out on Zach Levine and may even be pursuing DeJounte Murray instead of Zach Levine. 
How you feeling about that, Pat? Dejounte Murray makes more sense. Like, let's be real. Like, it just a hundred and what is Dejounte? I believe it's a hundred and twenty-eight million owed to him over the next uh, three or four years, basically, um, not including this year. Um, it, it just makes more sense. It really does. And again, still clutch sport a, a guy, right? You know, he goes plays with LeBron. Oh, he fits a little bit better with LeBron because I think he can do the spot up shooting. He can also do the ball handling. So he works a little bit more than D'Lo does there. I like and listen, D'Lo to Atlanta almost makes too much sense because D'Lo and, and Lemon Pepper Wings seem like they go perfectly together. We know he's going to be at Magic City. Uh, and was it was why you take that? Was, Oh, that's the worst Atlanta joke that was made on today's show. That's the worst one. No, I'm not saying that. You're not bringing just, me down to your level, bro. I just didn't expect that. That's all. That's all. Keep it cooking, bro. Keep cooking. Lemon pepper wings, man. It's got to be a match made in heaven. But uh, no, I just I, I look at D'Angelo Russell as a guy who. I'm sorry. I look. I look at uh, um, Zach Levine and, and going out to LA as a situation where it just doesn't fit, right? I think that the fit is more for D'Lo going to Atlanta for some kind of package that maybe includes Austin Reeves, who also fits really well down there. And on the flip side, they get Dejounte Murray back up in LA. Like that just makes more sense to me. And now I want everybody to understand this, though, right? Like, yes, this makes more sense. But all of these teams being out, the Lakers are out on Levine, Philly's out on Levine, Miami's out on Levine, everybody's out on everybody until the playoffs start to get closer, the trade deadline starts to get closer, and guess what? I'm sitting there and I'm going, you know what, but I need one more guy that can put up 20-plus points per game. We see it every single year. And there's going to be some team that's going to look at it, and, and maybe it's a team that, right, like me and Hayes have talked about this as well. Maybe it's a team that is the Pistons the magic, the the teams that you're not going to get a ton of free agents flying down there to come be a party. Charlotte Hornets, right? Like those teams. Maybe it is one of those teams that you're going to end up getting a deal done with because they're going to look at the situation and say, well, maybe we can get Zach Levine on more of a discount than what we would have got him on. And on top of that, we know he would never sign here on his own. We've got him under contract for four years. Yeah, I mean, and I love that you pointed like DeJounte Murray makes so much more sense for the Lakers, not only just for the how the team is made up now, but you got to look at the future. DeJounte yeah. Murray is on, is on a contract extension to, through the 2027-28 season. And even at the last year, that deal is only $30 million. So if you're potentially looking at having your point guard and big man in AD after whenever Zach, I mean, Zach, whenever LeBron rides off into the sunset, it makes a lot of sense there. Yeah. So, uh, but outside of that, I love what you pointed out about Zach too. Like they're, Listen, there are going to be offers made for Zach Levine when the trade deadline comes. It may not happen until right before the trade deadline, maybe the week of the trade deadline, but there are going to be offers made. I think the biggest question is, is isn't if the offers are going to come, it's going to be, will the Chicago Bulls take the offers or will they look at those offers as it's too low and you just run it back with your disgruntled star? Let me ask you this, Pat. What percentage would you put it on? that Zach Levine is a bull by the end of the, after the trade deadline, I guess is the, is the best way to word it. I'm still saying like 30%. I That's still think he's gone because no matter what, we could talk about everything and be excited about the bulls and all we're back and all of this. Bring Zach Levine back in and you can figure it out. You can work him back in. This is how his skill set where we can talk about skill set and all of that. He doesn't like Billy Donovan. That's that's the bottom line. He doesn't like Billy Donovan. Mm. 
like that that's it like this is not dennis rodman trying to figure out how you know he's gonna work with michael jordan this ain't that right like oh we can all just coexist together no like there's no michael jordan on this team this is Zach Levine and the head coach saying, if you run things my way, it works. Zach Levine saying, no, it doesn't. And so they're 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 kind of done. Maybe they could be amicable. Maybe they can deal with each other until the finish. But like you're not heading toward a future that that's going to work well together. And so for me, I think that, again, I've said this a couple of times, very James Harden-esque, right? I think addition by subtraction. This I mean, team has we're, never we're played better. That live out, right? You said yeah. what? I said, I think we're seeing that kind of play out right now. Yeah. You, you, you've never seen this Bulls team play better basketball than right now. This season, I should. No, you know what? In the last three years. Well, the, the, Lonzo, the Lonzo period, that 35 games, that was. Yeah, but even, I think the tough part is, right, even in the Lonzo period, it was like offensively we were running, defensively we were doing well, but there were still those lapses that were kind of like popping in that. Then. Like you got a That's little fair. They were very like, no, we're good. Like, I haven't really seen, I've seen bad games, but I can't really say I've seen lapses in play. Like, the Cleveland game was just a bad game. But a bad game would still be a lapse in play. Well, no, because to me, they still did things defensively that, okay, we can get out here and we can still, like, the game was always available in Cleveland. They just couldn't knock a shot down to save their lives. Like, sometimes you're not going to be able to make shots. But I don't think that they're – I don't think that they lost their identity in that Cleveland game. I feel where you're coming from. I feel yeah, I, mean, I don't necessarily so- agree, but I feel where you're coming from with that one. I, I see the point that you're making. Um, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I love the way that the Bulls are playing. And, you know, what, whatever happens with Zach is what happens. I, and like I said, I, I don't know if it was here over on Central. The Bulls are going to at some point have to make a tough decision. Is the chemistry more important or is trading Zach Levine more important? Because if, if they look at it and say we have to move Zach, even if that means featuring him for a little while so that we can we can facilitate a deal and up that trade value a little bit, that may be. But I just I don't know if there's enough time between when Zach is, is projected to return and the trade deadline that you're going to uh, – unless Zach just goes on a tear where he's averaging 35 points per game and the Bulls are winning. I don't really know if – because keep in mind, Zach's projected to come back, I believe, from the date that they gave us. It's like January 10th. Yeah. The trade deadline is February 8th. I don't know how many games we've, we play over that less than 30 days, but Zach Levine would have to play so well considering how we've seen the Bulls play up to this point. And for the teams that were already questioning uh, his his impact on winning, those questions got to be even louder at this point. So I, just, I know people keep saying, well, play Zach to up his trade value. I just don't know if the time frame is realistic to where it's going to have that type of effect. And, so, and and it could have a worse effect. Play Zach to, to, to up his trade value. He don't play well. It's down. Even worse, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, so. I mean, we laid it out. I said this is one scenario in which the trade value gets up. There's four other scenarios where it does nothing but get worse. So, and I'm gonna be real with you. I don't even want AK to be tempted because in that one scenario that the trade value goes up, that means it's working. You might actually want to keep them. <laughs> that's, that's don't even get tempted. Just, no, no, we're not doing it. Move on. Uh, hey man, appreciate you guys for tuning in. Show love. Let us know how you guys feel in the comments below. Let us know how you felt about Drum's big night. Let's know how you feel about Zach Levine and the Lakers being out on him. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. I want to pull this up too, man, because uh, good chunk of y'all not subscribed to the channel. 44% 
not subscribed to the channel, just enjoying this content without hitting the button, bro. That's like, crazy. Bro. That's just rude. That's really I mean, just rude to y'all. Listen, by the way. we're not gonna. We we not we not good enough for your for your subscription. What are we doing? That's crazy. That's crazy. Trollops. No, I'm just playing. Uh, follow us on everything at Locked Up Boys. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. One love and appreciate you guys all who support. Absolutely. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. We thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls. We are free and available on every podcasting app and platform of your choice, as well as YouTube. And uh, listen, for some reason, when sinners are in Atlanta, they just take it. And we'll see you guys the next time we do an episode, y'all. If we if we come back, <laughs> peace, y'all. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, big boys, watch your back. Sinners in Atlanta, you know what they do. Watch your back. All right, y'all. We out here. Peace, y'all. Oh, God. There's no way we make it through this episode. <laughs> I feel like we're like the South Park guys at this point. That's accurate. Yeah, shit is old.